What's up, everybody? So we're back with another exciting episode of the Swift Podcast. So today I bring a very special gentleman to you, Dr. BJ Matthews, Doctor of Physical Therapy out in sunny San Diego. Um, BJ and I go way back. Um, he's pursued his passion out in San Diego of working with people that are active to keep them pain-free. He's recently the founding father, the myth, the legend of an organization called Move Smooth. And this organization came out in the pandemic. For those of you who don't know Beach, like I know Beach, um, it was expected. I, I saw this coming at some point. He took a big jump out of school and he led the way for a lot of us. Um, Beach was my go-to in anatomy class. He was the reason why I lived in his frat house uh, when I started Gross Anatomy and our friendship has just excelled from then. And it's absolutely amazing to have him on. So Beach, welcome to the show, brother. How are you today? Saqib, thank you for the warm <laughs> welcome. Uh, I'm very well. I'm really uh, grateful to be here, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to dive into some topics with you, man. Yeah, so, we, uh, we, we started chatting prior to the show, and I want to catch the viewers up on who you are and what took you to the position you are. So let's go back to when you left three years ago for sunny San Diego um, and that journey and that cross drive and the unknown that you took, I think a lot of people have a hard time taking the risk that you have took. It's a hard commitment to just go in to a different location and be like, I don't know what I'm doing come tomorrow morning. So I want that mentality in our viewers right off the get-go because I think that's gonna set the tempo for our show. Right on. So this goes back further than three years ago. If we really wanna dive, dive back into this. Let's, let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> If we've got time for this, I'd love to share this. So Absolutely. while I was still in grad school, I believe we had one summer off the summer after Gross Anatomy. And um, me and my really good friend, Dave, drove cross country. Okay. And we landed in Berkeley, California, and we spent two months there. And it was a riot. We had a <laughs> great time. We, we camped in national parks all along the way. Uh, and it was just, it was my first real exposure with the beauty of California. And we were fortunate enough to meet these two guys in our apartment complex uh, who were from San Diego. And one weekend, they said they were heading back home and they were driving down to this place called La Jolla. And at the time, I had never heard of La Jolla. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, and we were new, we didn't know, you know, what, I had never been to San Diego, so I had no idea what it was all about. So of course, I was like, absolutely, let's, let's check it out. Um, so we drove down and we spent a long weekend there and I fell in love just with the, the whole vibe of the community. It's, you know, gorgeous weather. The beaches are, you know, second to none. Uh, and just the, the, act, the activity of the people in this community, it's inspiring. So I knew when I came back to, to Philadelphia that next year that my 
my goal was to make it to San Diego um, as soon as we graduated. It was just in the back of my mind. Um, and, and going further from there, once we dove into our clinicals, uh, we had, um, what was it, like three eight-weekers and one 16-week clinical. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I was begging our professors, I, I forget the name of the one who was, sets us up uh, with our clinicals. Um, but I was like, can you please get me out to San Diego? Like, and is there any way you can do this? And uh, she did. She pulled strings. She formed a contract with a, with a company down here. So I was fortunate enough to spend, you know, four months um, in San Diego. Wow. And it was so funny. It was, uh, from, it was from October to February. So it was like, you know, the wintertime back east. And it's 65, 70 degrees here every day. Um, you know, I'm out on the beach laying out every weekend, surfing, playing football, hiking, just like having the absolute best time of my life. Uh, come back to Philadelphia and that was it. I'm like, you know, I'm graduating, I'm, I'm passing my boards and I'm, I'm back out here. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it, it was, it, once I saw San Diego and I was inspired by what the life could be like, that's when I found sort of, I guess you could say my passion, right? So that's when I started to develop some drive. So I took my boards early so I could start applying for jobs and, and see what opportunities there were out here. Um, so that was it, man. Took, took the boards, passed that, uh, got a job interview out here, packed my car up, um, drove out here with my dad. Awesome trip. We stopped in like the Grand Canyon for a couple nights. Uh, up in Flagstaff for a night and uh, had the interview. It went very, very well, got the position, took my dad, dropped him off at LAX. And I said, I'll see you at you know, Christmas. Um, <laughs> so it's been, um, it's been a really, it's been a great ride, man. And it, and I remember that call. I remember that conversation we had. I was like, Beach, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm pretty sure, like, I'm going out to San Diego. And I was like, oh, all right, see ya. Um, and you've been out there since. And I've seen a lot of growth in you as a professional, as a human. Um, and it's awesome, right? And recently, you just started your own company. Um, so what gave you that vision for taking on that role? And I know you and I spoke briefly about it. Like, the pandemic was definitely a part of it. Um, so what made that move? I know the transit. So for those of you who are listening, you already know that this man has no issue making or taking risks, right? He just took a big risk right out of school, which a lot of us were like, I'd rather go home, be secure, know that I can pay some bills and do that. He packed his bag after graduation. So I'm going to San Diego, no place to stay, no job yet. And it came with confidence and it came with a lot of courage, which He's shown that to us. So what, what drove that move? So talk to me about the company. Talk to me about Move Smooth. Um, okay. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. It no, off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so again, I don't want to go too deep in the weeds here, but <laughs> I want to give everyone a little, little you know, a backstory oh. about how, how it came about. So, you know, we were talking earlier and when I first moved here, I started off with a physician owned outpatient company called spine zone and they were awesome I, I have to say i learned a lot from these two doctors um, they taught me the value of creating a community within the company 
it was a very small company. When I got there, there was like 10 employees. By the time I left after two years, they had over 50. Um, and yeah, and they just create this culture of like just family. You know, we were all family. I could literally call the CEO at any time and he would take the time out of his day to say, hey, what's up, what's going on? You know, what are your concerns? Um, so I, I was very fortunate to, to get into that position uh, right off the bat. And uh, so like I said, two years I was there and while I was there, I, uh, I was at the gym uh, sitting in the sauna and me and this gentleman started getting into conversation and uh, you know next thing you know he's asking about uh, physical therapy he's looking for a physical therapist uh, to come to his home and I told him I was a physical therapist and he asked if I did home visits and at that time I, I didn't I I wasn't really sure about the home setting um, I wasn't sure about cash pay physical therapy um, but like like they say uh, when you don't know, just say yes and figure it out, right? So that's why I did it. I said, absolutely, I, I could do home. I could do home visit, you know, uh, got his information. And uh, that was that was about three years ago. And I still see this gentleman today. Um, so he was the first exposure with this model of care that, that I'm pursuing right now. Um, and and the, the bottom line is, when you get your first client, uh, you do a really good job, right? And you try to get them the best results that you, you can and, and, and give it your all. And they see that and they tell their friend and then you do the same thing for their friend and, and they're on after. So uh, it sort of organically grew to a point where I was seeing about three clients two to three times a week uh, for, for months. Um, and, and, and at that point, it was getting challenging balancing 40 hours of work for another company, balancing uh, working for myself, uh, my personal life, going to the gym. Uh, and I was trying to find that right balance, but I was, I was teetering. Um, I, I was grinding. I was grinding really hard. And, and, and it was a lot. And it, it definitely was starting to wear down on me. Um, but uh, two years go by, and now I'm looking for something different. You know, spine zone. It, it was strictly spine. I was seeing necks and backs and, you know, the occasional hip because of they're confused whether it's their back or their hip. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I ended up um, resigning from spine zone and I started with a company called select and okay. they were a little bit closer to home. Um, spine zone commute was about 40 minutes. Uh, so select was their, their location was actually like in La Jolla, uh, which is like 10, 15 minutes from where I live. And it was general. I was seeing everything, shoulders, knees, hips, ankles. And I kind of got that spark back, right? I found, I got more inspiration. I was learning more again. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was finding better balance with my lifestyle. I wasn't spending an hour and a half commuting every day. Um, so still treating my clients on the side. And then the pandemic hits. Okay. So... I was only with Select for like four or five months until, and then the pandemic just put a hold to it. And at first, I don't think anyone really knew what COVID was. Yeah. Right? Like, what was this going to be? What did this mean for our job security? What did it mean for our families? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it caused a lot of us to put our hustle and our life on hold and just reevaluate, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? 
am I happy with what I'm doing? Am I really pursuing something that I'm passionate about? And, you know, I'm, I was really fortunate. I got put on furlough. Uh, so I had just an abundance of time to, to spend with myself and, and think about, you know, what do I really want to do with my life? And I'll tell you, Sakeep, it's it was kind of nice being in San Diego. So I took yeah. the time to go hiking and surfing and mountain biking. And I was just, I mean, I was living outside, right? Having an amazing time. And I'm not saying that um, to brag. I, you know, I know a lot of people were hit really hard about this uh, with, with COVID. Um, sure. But, you know, I spent that time just taking care of myself, essentially doing the things that I really enjoy doing. Um, so, you know, about three weeks go by and I, it came pretty clear that this was going to be going on for a while. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I don't know how, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty familiar with how it was in Jersey because my folks are oh. still there. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey got ripped to shreds and some, and we're still in that issue. Um, and now I, I, you, you definitely had a little better, um, but I'll, I'm going to take a quick pause here and just recap the last like 10 minutes with Beach real quick for you guys. The positivity in this man's voice is unreal. You don't see that. He said I was fortunate to be furloughed. When I got furloughed, I was like, oh, dang, I got no job. What am I supposed to do? Um, and the, that's the beauty of it. And I think that's why I love having him on and why I'm glad he reached out to me was because of that because i think most people you already mentioned it that work-life balance is hard and you already showed that there was a struggle for you transitioning from a student to a working staff pt to now an entrepreneur and staff pt and then boom pandemic hits what do i do what's going on but i also want to enjoy life and he is an outdoor human being he loves being outdoor look at his hair he looks like tarzan to me um and, <laughs> and that's it and i i really admire that and i respect that and I, I i thank you for sharing that story and that positivity so carry on sir the floor is yours i'm just gonna listen this is intriguing <laughs> uh, so you're gonna be like god this guy this guy doesn't shut up <laughs> so, so. Uh, so here we are, it's like three weeks into the pandemic and, yeah. you know, I'm still seeing my, my cash pay clients um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure exactly what I want to do. And yeah. um, I'm lucky I have a really close friend who actually went to U Sciences. His name's Levi Dykey. Um, he is an occupational. Yeah. yeah. Awesome guy. You should get him on this podcast. Small, small world. He's a good guy. I, I met him at a... Uh... We had a strongman competition, right? And this kid shows up, built, really like, I was like, who is this kid? And he's out there repping out these deadlifts and doing snatches. I'm like, yo, where'd this kid come from? And I was like, I've never met him. Introduced himself. I, and I had to leave that event early because it's something I had. But since then, I, I've been watching his stuff and I could see the connection. I can mm -hmm. see why you two get along really well. That's great. Good guy. I'll, I'm definitely reaching out. I forgot about that. Awesome guy. So, yeah. You know, we, we're, we're chatting and, you know, again, I'm, I'm really unsure. So I reached out to him and I'm asking him how he's doing in Arizona. That's where yeah. he's located. And he's just like, you know, you think I'm positive. This guy is like, I'm great. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, there's, there's anxiety and there's stress in, in my life. Um, so I was like, he, you know, he was like, you know what, please just come and visit. 
just come to Arizona. I got an open room for you. Stay as long as you want. Like, if you're not like working right now, just come, come hang out. So I do, I, I go, I drive out there and I spent like a week with him and we just like hung out and he is a huge inspiration in my life. And I, I owe a lot of what sort of got me going uh, with where I am right now to him. And he helped me address like a lot of the self, the self doubt that I was experiencing, like, you know, when it, how, how, like you said, scary it is when you're first starting a business, you think, how can I do it? Who's going to want to hire me? Do I have the right skills? Uh, and he helped me just like, he was like, you know, he's like, you can do this, like yeah. sack up and just make the move. Like you, you're clearly passionate about this. The worst that could happen is you go back to your staff job. So just try. Uh, so I, I, I left there. <laughs> like feeling this like sense of like drive and purpose and inspiration. And um, I came back, hired a lawyer, got my uh, professional corporation, uh, started reaching out to like past friends that I knew had injuries and I just didn't have the time to see them at the time. Um, and just started picking up clients sort of organically, telling the clients I already had, like I'm open for more business. They're telling their friends and it just sort of snowballed into having a full caseload, uh, strictly cash pay, physical therapy. Awesome. Um, and, awesome. um, you know, it just, that's really, that's how it, that's how it all came together. That's, that's amazing. And that's the second lesson B just taught everyone. And he might not even know he's teaching you guys. I, that's the beauty of listening to someone. Um, the second lesson is chasing your passion and what will happen if you truly chase your passion, right? Young man left for San Diego, passionate physical therapist. He wants the community to move like he moves. He wants you to be pain-free and healthy. And so you can do the things you love to do. And no point did Beach ever talk about the money of it, the glory of it, the fame of it, or the, the celebrity part of it, right? He talked about, I'm just passionate, but I want to be happy doing it. I want to make sure I'm happy as my clients are happy. And I've seen some of his work when he's working one-on-one -on -one with clients and a joy in their face, um, whether it's from a simple balance exercise to some of the kettlebell exercises he throws down. We'll get into that topic all day. Um, but I think that's, that's the huge lesson that people need to realize is really truly sticking to your passion and running with your passion, letting the passion lead the way for you. And then your support group, like Levi's your support group. Um, you have other friends that are there motivating you and reminding you of who you really are. Cause I think in that transition, you feel like you lost yourself. Yeah. I feel like you're just like, well, I don't know, man. Like what if this happens? What if that happens? Those thoughts, those constant battles, right? You talked about that. Um, it's great, man. Beautiful story. And I'm, I'm, I'm very proud and I'm very happy for you. Like this is amazing. And I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when. Um, and you, you see that, but I think the journey that you took to get there has probably put you in a much better position right? Mentally absolutely. and physically. Absolutely. And in, like we were saying before the podcast, when we first met, I was always seeing you in the arc at all hours, running the show, training clients, training teams. And I didn't understand how or why you were doing it. Because I didn't have that sense of purpose in my life at the time. All I was trying to do was get through physical therapy school <laughs> and and go from there. I had no like vision of where I wanted to be. 
So now that I have a sense of a purpose in my life, I, I look, I reflect on what you, you're doing and what you've done and it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm glad to hear. It and, makes sense. And, and I agree, right? So like coming from that like personal training background where it was paycheck to paycheck, hustle to get your clients and get out there and put yourself out there and take risks. A lot of marketing and all those said so the grind never really stopped for me. Um, it was like, I'm starting to slow down with just studying too much and what else can I do? And then obviously we took our fair share of studying. School was not easy for anyone. <laughs> it was, and you know that for the amount of calls you've had when I was like, Beach, what is this muscle origin? What do I do to study for this? And Beach was my go-to throughout my semesters of side. And you'll never forget the people that have helped you through that journey. Just like you're never gonna forget what Levi has done for you in that one week to get you to where you are today. I'll never forget when I was like, I got into USI and they have this thing called anatomy, what do I do? And then boom, we hit it off. And then every day at the gym, it was you, Tolly, and it was like two other guys, I think your group was there and then I was there. And it was just amazing to see the culture you've developed, right? The friendship you've developed, mm-hmm. but and that growth of that and then how you continue. And then I think we, we all took over the arc. I think USIPT PT just owned that facility at all times. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, that's, that's awesome, man. And I appreciate the, the reflection and I agree with you. It's, it's amazing to see what the grind can really do for you. But um, like I mentioned to you, it was just finding the balance. And even now there's a different grind in me and a different motion I want to take and a different movement I want to do as I grow professionally i want to grow as a better clinician right and being in my first job we don't get a lot of the the clinical help right we were like hey go treat we're very busy i'm seeing 18 to 16 people a day and i'm just kind of running through the process and then i went back to school i'm back in school right who would have thought um and my friends are like oh here you go again right so i'm in a residency program right now with arcadia um i'm learning to become an orthopedic specialist and people are like why you're like, congratulations. And others like, what are you doing? And for those of you, and this goes back to our previous talks, is growth as a professional and growth as a clinician. When you listen to Beej's story and the segue from going as a staff PT to an entrepreneur, now he has no mentorship. He now becomes the mentor for his clients and patients and mentors for guys like me. So he had to grow as a clinician at some point. He went through the, the surgeons that taught him. He went through Selectus teaching him and he's gotten a lot of other resources. He went through Levi to teach him about a different side of positivity. So we as clinicians always have to grow. We always have to continue to learn and continue to find new things to help our patients get better. And that's what's gonna continue to allow our passion to grow more and more. And that's where I'm at mentally is growing that passion. Um, and I think that you've done that really well, right? I think seeing if you look back at it three years ago to who you are today completely different agreed right look at me <laughs> right <laughs> right and, and, and that's 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 what we want you to see that's the amazing part right so if you go out to a, a clinician or you go out to a professional and you don't see the glow that you see in his face and the joy in his face of working with you you're in the wrong spot leave go somewhere else find someone because there's always going to be someone looking out for you right yeah yeah you know you brought up some really good points here is we're always trying to learn we're always trying to grow uh always i mean for me i always want to find inspiration and the best way to find it is in, in other people who are doing things that you value 
so, you know, like not even that, even just from your, your clients, like I learned so much from just spending time with my clients. Like yeah. they think that I'm giving them value. They have no idea how much value they're providing me. Yeah. And it's that symbiotic relationship that's like so beautiful uh, that that can carry over to all aspects of your life, not just business, um, but, you know, personal, personally, personal growth and, and many different avenues. So you're, you're so right, man. It's constantly trying to grow, constantly trying to gain new skills. And I mean, look, you just started your Swift podcast. Like, I know, could, could, dude. Could you imagine that <laughs> years ago? No, I, I'm telling you, no. I, 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 so this has been a constant. So just like you had Levi, um, Dom Jackson, who was my first episode, started his podcast and I was on his show. And I was like, this could be something I could do. I like talking to people. I'm not here dropping science facts. I'm really not here to sound like I'm really educated. I'm just here to have a conversation with friends and people that are in my life for that reason. And then the light bulb came off and I was like, what else can I do for myself? So I've been developing um, since I would say October different plans, calendars, what I want to do, what topics I want to address, think of names. And just like when you were going through the transition to become an entrepreneur in a business name, and we know how long that can take. I was like, what do I call myself? What do I want to do? Tea time, coffee time. Like it was, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you, man. And I, I'm, I'm going to take a, a quote from you and we talk about growth in the pandemic. And I think for me personally, um, this last year, I think it's what you made of it, right? I don't think this last year was a bad year for me. Yeah, it had, a, it had bad moments within the year, right? I couldn't see my friends, I could do that. But I think the level of growth professionally and the level of growth mentally for me and physically is what I valued the most. And I think that self-love came into a play. And that's the courage now of trying new things. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to launch in January. Even if I get six episodes, I don't care. I did it. And I caught up with six great friends that have now shared their values with whoever listened. And I might have 10 people listening or I might have three people listening, but what you have taught someone today, they can value from. And I think that's the beauty of why I wanted to do it. I really wanted to do it just because I think my friends are great people, which we all do. But I think my friends all had such a, a different journey. We didn't just get handed where we are today. Like you didn't go to San Diego and then boom, move smooth started. And you became this, you know, like, no, you started in West Windsor and you went to Philly then you went to San Diego and here you are today. And I think journey is what I truly respect about. And that's what I'm here for. I'm sharing people's journeys and we're just having a conversation talking about the journeys. Um, but I want to, I want to backtrack to one thing. So we both talk about like, we're inspiring other people. We're trying to inspire, but not many people realize how much our clients and patients actually motivate us. And you, you're the first one to ever come on this show to mention that. And even I forget sometimes. And I truly respect that you realize that because I think it's a very key point. I think the people we work with want to get better, but they also have lessons for you differently, right? They're, they're in different professions, different careers and how they communicate with you. Do you find that now working? So I know the culture is different in San Diego, but working with the people you're working with, the lessons they give you have helped you grow. Hey, Sakib, <laughs> I, I am so fortunate with the, the people that I've get to work with. Um, so being that I live, so I live in this town called Pacific Beach okay. and it's a total like surf 
low-key surf town you know there's a there's a bit of a party culture here a bunch of college students come in during the weekends and tear it up um but right next door up the hill is la jolla and la jolla is probably um and i'm not just saying this because i'm biased it's probably one of the most beautiful neighborhoods in the country uh if if not the world uh, so the value of real estate is extremely high and there's a lot of very successful people who live there. And I've been fortunate enough to get to help these people. Um, and while I'm, I'm with them, man, like I will stay 30 minutes after just so I can talk to them and get like little nuggets of information from them. Absolutely. Like, you know, these, I mean, and, and, Clearly, they were very successful in their business, and some of them are surgeons, some of them are dentists, uh, other are real estate developers who, you know, hit the gold mine. So, these people, uh, yeah, like you said, have different um, professions, but have reached an elite level at that at their profession, and they and they want and people want to help. I mean, it's I feel like it, that's like a natural. Uh, drive within human nature is like to give back, uh, to be compassionate. So, uh, you know, these people are, are more than willing to share their stories and lessons they learned throughout their careers. Uh, and, and man, like I'll, I'll walk into a session and sometimes, you know, I might not have like this, the, the best um, energy and attitude and I'll walk out there after getting to spend that time with them. And I am like, I'm flying, I'm flying, you know, sky high. So, yeah, I, it's it's true. You know, listen, being able to to accept feedback and um, learn from people who've done been there, done that is has been a tremendous part of my my growth as a as a person, but professionally as well. That that's funny that you mentioned the town and the people in the town. So um, I was talking to a gentleman that I and one of the patients of mine, and he rolled up in this car, and I was like, "How'd you get that?" I know what you do. How'd you get that? And he goes, I bought the cheapest house in the richest neighborhood. And I said, all right, so how'd you get the car? <laughs> I'm still like, I'm trying to figure this out. And he goes, when you surround yourself with people that are bigger, better, and stronger, or when you surround yourself that are people who are wealthier and have what they, that you don't have, you're more motivated to get that. And I feel like that's the culture you you surround yourself with is the the higher up. I'm not saying they're the greatest and richest in the world, but they're motivated to help motivate you and what you want to do. And just like the gentleman you met in the sauna, that opened your eyes to a whole new avenue. And then there it is. So their energy is what you kind of clicked with, and then you excelled, man. You took it to the next level. And I see the gear. I love it. I need a shirt. I wear a medium, um, <laughs> and that's awesome. That, that's beautiful. And I think that's why you're doing what you're doing. And I think you're doing a great job overall. And I think you're going to continue to strive and you're going to continue to do well. Um, and that's going to kind of segue into the next topic I want to talk to you about. We talked about in this previous parts of, you know, the risk, the journey, the grind, the hustle and all that. And it kind of goes back into one of our favorite pieces of kettlebell the equipment that you utilize in most of your videos and that I utilize a lot more recently than in the past. And I think that's, I think that's why you picked it. It makes sense to me now why you did the kettlebell, because if you think about it, the kettlebell is versatile. The kettlebell is making us take risk and movement. It's making us do things we haven't done, but it's also free for all. It allows you to move better and it gives you a better sense of joy 
personally. And now if I relate your story to like, where have you come from and what you're currently doing? Now I know why you love it. Yeah, man. I'm you, trying to make an analogy of something that's not there, but I feel like it, it makes sense to me. <laughs> you, you nailed it on the head. Um, once gyms closed down, you know, I, I yeah. was, I, and you're growing up, I was, I was pretty athletic. I played football and lacrosse. Um, and, and as, as a part of training with those sports, it was a lot of, um, barbell. It was like, you know, squats, deadlifts, hang cleans, um, you know, bench press, bent over row, whatever. Uh, and then like, like a lot of speed and agility. Right. So I, I, I played more of like skilled positions where I had to have good footwork and so forth. Yeah. Um, and, and that's sort of what I carried on through college and, and most of my time in San Diego. And then once the gyms closed down, it was like, okay, well, I still want to exercise. I want some, some means of resistance so I can continue to hypertrophy or at least stay like, you know, uh, strong. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I purchased my first kettlebell, I don't know, March, April, right, 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 right when the pandemic hit. And what was, what, like you said, it's just, you can do so much with this one piece of equipment. It took one bell to make my whole body burn <laughs> my heart rate elevated. I'm yeah. sweating, um, and it just the, the creativity. So you're you're sort of limited with your with the movements you can make with a barbell on your back. Yeah. With a with the kettlebell, you can rack it in so many different positions to change the stress on your body and and manipulate your movements. Um, and and also beyond that, like you can't. It's hard to bring a barbell to a park, but I can just put my kettlebell in my trunk and take it on, you know, whether it's a weekend retreat with, with Gabby or like just down, down the street to a park. Um, so it was super convenient, uh, for myself, but also bring it to clients homes, um, who are ready for some, some, some additional resistance. Uh, so yeah, I, I love the kettlebell. I love playing with it and, I, and I'm, I'm still a beginner, you know, I'm still learning how to use this yeah. tool, um, and explore different movements that my body had, had not been exposed to previously. Um, so I'm, um, I'm a student of the bell, man, just like all of us. Yeah. Uh, and just to piggyback off of that, I think that's when kettlebells for me have been a big thing, but I think I want to acknowledge the most piece, I guess the most important piece of information bees just shared with you guys, one piece of equipment for the most effective workout. So it's not about the glorious gym. It's not about having the most stuff. It's about the man behind the bell. It's about the man that how he coaches you or what he deals you with you. And then it's creativity. And I think the beauty of this one is we have to be creative. We have to think outside the box. We have to go different ways. And there's a lot of great resources out there on how to do it. But that does not mean you do it effectively and you do it well, right? It's the coaching aspect of it. I've seen a lot of your videos, a lot of your contents. Q's your own point. Um, you check out his information with uh, Move Smooth online and listen to the cues, listen to the, the pace, the tempo. Um, and some of his stuff I copy and vice versa. I hope you copy some of my stuff because I try to be well, but you know, we're all learning. But I think that the beauty of the lesson is, is the versatility of it. I love it for that reason. And I agree, dude, one piece of equipment, one movement, I'm shot. Um, I recently tried to work with windmills and play along with that thing and add some rotational stuff. And it's hard. It, 
<laughs> that's the best way to put it, right? It's it's a different transition. And I like how you say it, right? It's making you put in excel in certain movement patterns that we're not used to doing. Um, so now I know you're going home for PT for other people and they don't have a lot of this stuff. So you're bringing it with them. Do you use it with every client that you walk in the door with? Or do you I do segue it? Okay. I do not. Uh, I have a pretty big... Uh, a very, very expansive mix of clients that I see. I see my oldest clients almost 90 and nice. my youngest client is 14. And nice. I see everything between, um, you know, uh, college football players, uh, weekend warriors who run triathlons. And so I, I try to um, make it specific for their activity of choice. But I will say I've introduced probably like 75% of them to the kettlebell. <laughs> so, you know, That's I'll, awesome. I'll bring, yeah, I, I, I try to bring it around because I, I, I think the, the strength training component of wellness is so important for longevity um, and just for your body to function optimally. You need that component of resistance, whether it's a kettlebell, a resistance band, a barbell, body weight, whatever it is. Um, so I, I do... I think, yeah, the strength, the strength aspect is, is crucial. Dude, I, I love this. This is another lesson for all of you listening. Man, I'm just on fire with you. Um, I had a jackpot where I'm bringing Beej on. Like, this is just pure gold we're getting out. But strength component for optimal movement. Elaborate, Beach. Tell them what you mean by that and tell them why, you, why it's important. I agree with you 110% absolutely. But tell them from your words because they heard my words last week. You tell me. Let's go. Sure. So... <laughs> movement right so that's your body's ability to move in different planes of motion get your joints through a full range of motion uh and and feel good while doing it right and uh your muscles have to be able to produce force and in order to do that they have to become stronger so simply yeah adding adding whether it's your body weight whether it's adding a small bit of a load uh it's, it's crucial. You need to have that strength component in order to move optimally and able to feel your best uh, and function at whatever level it is you're trying to function at. Uh, so yes, strength training is it's, it's crucial. It's crucial for, for any, any age person with any type of fitness and health and wellness goal. Absolutely. And I'm going to segue onto our break segment with that leading it saying, he said it for you at any age, any component strength is key for that and that's part of the reason why the s and swift podcast exists strength strong get it going with that we're gonna take a short break and then beach will be right back with you guys and we're back with beach matthews owner of mood smooth pt out in sunnyside san diego um, and so far, if you aren't laughing or having fun with us, I don't know what you're listening to. But this has been a delight for me. And just like always, I'm going to have Beach take the floor with his three pieces of advice for you. Um, Beach is in a crucial part of his life of starting his own business in a really great area. And he's put himself in a different side of positivity and all this like, I feel like I've just been happier this entire hour talking to him. So the energy that he's given you, and I'm going through virtually, um, is what I want him to share. So three tips on basically becoming beach. There we go. I like that. All right, brother. All you. <laughs> so no one wants to be like me. But um, I, for, for me, uh, number one is stay humble and stay inspired. Uh, 
I, um, when you start your own business, it's very scary. And there's definitely, you have to face stress and anxiety and learn how to deal with those stresses and, and the, the self-doubt. Um, so I think that that whole process and the feedback that I've gotten from my mentors and my advisors um, has helped me stay humble. And, um, and, and luckily in this beautiful area that I live in, I'm always inspired. Uh, whether it's people running by, biking by me, the clients that I get to interact with, I'm constantly finding inspiration that helps me continue uh, forward with my passion. So first is stay humble and stay inspired. Um, second piece of advice, treat every client like they're your first and only client. This was actually a, uh, yeah, seriously. I love it. Huge. I love it. This is what one of my clients who is, was an extremely successful surgeon told me. Uh, he, he, uh, was kind enough to give me kind words of, you know, of, of, um, about the type of service I was giving him and, uh, and to take the time to tell me like, Hey, you know, you're doing a great job and keep, keep that drive, keep that energy and keep treating every client like, like they're your first and only. And I will never forget that. And, and I try to take that with me into every new client's home, virtually, whatever it might be. Um, and number three, and for me, this, I won't say it's the most important one, but I always want to be having fun. I always want to be having fun. If, if I'm spending 12 hours a day working, it doesn't even feel like work because I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm having fun doing it. And, and uh, it just, it's just natural. It's a total natural flow of, of, of energy and um, creativity. So always have fun in what you're doing. Um, so those would be my three, three uh, pieces of advice for anyone who's doing anything really. That, that's amazing. Um, I, number two is key. Number one is amazing, right? I agree with you. That's like, dude, they're all great. I, <laughs> we talked about it earlier in this episode of his passion led to him to where he is today. And you can see the joy in his face. Um, and we talked a lot and with that, I'm going to take it into our closing statements and my final thoughts as always, I really can't. I don't know what to say coming from those three pieces of advice, but I will say one thing. When you look at his story, when you look at everything we've talked about in this last half hour, the biggest component that led him to where he is today is his passion. His passion brought him out to San Diego. His passion brought him out to helping people. His passion now not reaching out to mentors. His passion made him realize that I want to be my own business owner and make sure I can do what I want to do for my patients because his passion is allowing him to have fun. So moral of the story for this episode is chase your passion. The rest will follow. The joy in his face, the glow in his face, the happiness, the positivity that he has doing what he loves to do, it's all going to follow if you chase your passion. And I think he did a great example of showing that through his journey and all the stories. It, it takes a lot of guts for people to come out here and talk about their personal life like that. So I appreciate you doing that for us just to share some side of hope and inspiration. I think that that biggest thing is be inspired. If you weren't inspired listening to this, 
there's something else going on here today. We'll talk separately, reach out to us and we'll help you out. But I think I just got this urge of like, I'm about to go next door and work out or something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I got to do something. I got to move better. I got to move smooth. That's what I got to do. <laughs> and I, I thank you for that. I thank you for sharing your, your, your journey with me. And I mentioned it, I'm beyond, beyond thrilled for you. And I cannot wait to see where this adventure takes you next. So Beach, thank you for coming on today. Um, I hope you had as much fun as I did and we'll see Beach soon. Yeah, you know, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm grateful that, that we got to do this and I'm really proud of you and, and what you're doing and your personal development and, and your business life. And uh, you just keep it up, man, because uh, you're a huge inspiration to a lot of people as well. And uh, like I said, it's all symbiotic, right? So, you know, we help, we all help each other out and that's how the universe kind of you know plays itself out so um i i look forward to the next time we get a hop on here together oh, man absolutely you guys will see beach again real soon um and until next time thank you and have a great night folks